I V M. Hey everyone, welcome to Shunya One, episode one forty-six. Amit, how's it going? Yes, it's going well, man. It is definitely going well. But this is a fun conversation we've got coming up in front of us. Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, uh, I'm so happy that we are, you know, able to tap into this the Pratidipi Mafia, just like the PayPal Mafia. You know, I hope it turns into the same kind of thing. I really do. Exactly, and all thanks to your new new colleagues uh, at Pratidipi, of course. Yeah, yeah. Ranjit was able to hook us up. We plugged Ranjit a lot. Yes, so. yes, we did. But then again, he was able to kind of do the introductions and stuff like that. I, I had not met Kirti before. Right. So it was great of him to kind of do the introduction. But what an interesting company, right? I mean, like, Absolutely. and it's something so different from anything else. We I, I don't think we've ever spoken to anybody who is this uh, focused on agriculture or the rural economy before. I, I, I really don't. I would I would even uh, hasten to say, uh, I think uh, they've invented a new category, which is uh, instead of agri-tech, this is like Pashu-tech, if I may use the word. So <laughs> this is... It's a word which is part of my vocabulary now as well. And I had never used the word before this particular episode, <laughs> right? But she Absolutely. kept talking about Pashus. And I mean, like, yeah, it's a great way to kind of refer to them, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, for coming up, obviously, is our conversation with Kirti Jangra, uh, one of the co-founders of Animal. So if you haven't figured it out already about from the name and from, you know, the Pashutek phrase, obviously, Animal is into some very, very interesting stuff around livestock and, ag- you know, the, the rural economy. So, let's jump right in after this break, talk to Kirti about what exactly they do. Hey, Kirti, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing fine. Amit, both of you obviously already know each other, I'm guessing, given the Pratidipi connections. Is that right? No, we don't. We don't know each other at all. I think, uh, Kirti, you were at Pratilipi before you started Animal, right? Or was that Neetu? Neetu was at Pratilipi. Actually, I'm ne- not from Pratilipi. Yeah, Neetu was at Pratilipi, not Kirti. Okay, yeah. I thought the yeah. whole... I thought the whole animal uh, team is basically, uh, you know, Pratidipi Mafia as we have been <laughs> throwing the word around. So, so all except me, actually. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So this is going to be a much more interesting perspective into uh, into this uh, into this conversation. So perfect. So Kitty, on that note, right? Uh, why don't you give us a little quick background about your personal journey as an entrepreneur? Uh, you know, and of course, then we can jump into what the company is all about. Um, to be honest, I don't think I have a personal journey as an entrepreneur. We've just started. It's been what, uh, close yeah. to one and a half, two years only. So I think yeah. nothing much of a journey, but I can talk about myself and my background uh, yeah. as I usually do. Uh, I come from uh, Hisar, Haryana. That's where I was born and then brought up. That's where I did my schooling. I was a good student in school. The only way I knew to get out of uh, the city, the mindset that I was part of. So I knew I had to study. Mm-hmm. Um, I was good in school always. So ended up uh, opting for ITJ. Did IIT, was in college. Initially, when I went to IIT, actually, I thought I'd, uh, I chose IIT Delhi because I thought I'd try for UPSC. And IIT Delhi was the one which was closest to best coaching classes, actually, which was my wow. reason to actually choose IIT Delhi. Then wow. while, in, okay. I, while, I was, while I was in college, like a lot of ideas came in. At one point, I thought I'd go for higher studies. 
uh, at one point I thought maybe I'd go in research. At one point I thought UPSC of, of course was an option. So a lot of things happened. Then eventually I ended up going for a business management consulting firm. It was a Japanese management consulting firm. That's what I chose after college. And I spent about two years there. And then from there, I wanted to move into something more uh, execution oriented because that was a strategic firm. So all we were doing were getting a lot of Japanese companies into India. So making their go to market strategies and stuff like that. So I thought, ki, okay, now's the time when I want to do work. It's enough of strategy. I want to really do work. So I ended up joining uh, uh, Penguin Random House, which at the time wanted to transform from a, a, a publishing company, uh, an old media publishing company to a new age media, you know, new media publishing house. So I thought I'd try. And there I worked with the CEO for about two years. Um, I was happy and not so happy both at the same time. And uh, around that time, I thought, okay, I, I'm not really, really finding the passion for what I want to do. I, by that time, so I think one thing that I should insert is Neetu is my college roommate. So uh, huh. we both, we both, I think, were the first people to meet each other in college. And then we were roommates for four years. And then uh, we were, of course, we were friends post that. She would always stay at my home. I would go meet her, etc. So at that point, I was like, and she, she, had, she had introduced me to Ranjit by then. So mm-hmm. I was I was very confused at that point as to I want to do something meaningful. I want to do something. The right word would be I wanted to do something disproportionate. I wanted to try something really big. I wanted to create value. And I want, I was okay at the risk of failing. So these were my three criteria. And I didn't know what to do. So I thought maybe I'll take one, two years off, maybe go for an MBA and roam around in life and figure out what is this disproportionate thing for me. Um, mm-hmm. The idea was to do something disproportionate, like not your average, ki, okay, I put in X and I get, you know, some multiple of X and that's how. That's the formula goes. for entrepreneurship anyway, right? I mean, it seems like you're um, describing you wanted to be an entrepreneur. So, so. I'm not sure if this theory stands or not, to be honest, but I had a theory at the time, which was that you can't force force yourself to be an entrepreneur. A lot of people do. And don't get me wrong. I have a lot of respect for those people. But for me, it was never like Ki, I want to you know, start my startup. For me, it was like, hmm. if the idea comes, is it if I get to be a founder, if I get to be an early stage person, or if I get, if I do the same thing in a corporate, it doesn't matter to me, but it has to be something disproportionate. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm not so, um, that's why I'm not so passionate about the idea of being a founder or co-founder, like starting my own thing. And a lot of people, you know, even when we take interviews and it's like, why do you, what do you want to do? And they're like, you know, five years down the line, I want to be my own boss. Yes. It wasn't so much like that for me at all. I okay. I just I think I was a lot more focused on the disproportionate part and you can uh, maybe you can attribute to the fact that maybe I wanted to do something more I wanted to do bigger stuff maybe that was the innocent part of me but I wanted to do something bigger and I did not want an equation where you know I put in x hours of work and I get 2x and then maybe someday 3x ka 6x something like that so I wanted mm-hmm. to do bigger and that's why and I didn't know. It, it might have been a formula for entrepreneurship, but I was like, I'm not sure. So I started applying for MBAs, actually. I thought maybe I'll get two years off and I'll think, what is it that, what is this big thing that I can that, do with my life? That doesn't sound like a formula for an MBA, by the way. Let me say that. Yeah. <laughs> so, it doesn't so, sound like so, an MBA. Well. 
so so the mba was not to to get something uh, so the mba was not the disproportionate thing it was a way to get time off to figure out the disproportionate thing yeah. so i thought yeah, i, I might i mean i meant okay. like most people don't describe mba as a time off where i can explore and chill and think <laughs> but I it's think, good to I know so i think i think um maybe that's not what people wrote, write in essays i did not write yeah. that in my essay that this is my way to take time off to be honest um <laughs> it was all about that i'm going to change the world after go- coming out of v school but but to be honest i think a lot of people i have spoken with they did mm-hmm. mba because they, they didn't know what else to do with life that's like a lot of people that. like a lot of people so which i think is fair matlab now you go and party in mba or whether you start prepping for a consult or in pe job that's different but a lot of people have actually uh, said that to me so it was kind of similar so i started applying and at the same time pratilipi was hosting this hackathon out of which animal was born so when animal got born so neetu came to me and said that do you know how we used to talk about k college mail let's do startup because we were roommates of course so we had all sort of crazy yeah. ideas at one point we start wanted to start a cooler company so oh uh, say what company a cooler okay our college did not have air conditioning uh, and <laughs> coolers were also not allowed so we were thinking can we start like a cooler company for college which doesn't consume so much electricity so the reason oh, wow, our college okay. didn't our college did not have coolers or acs allowed was it, it was a very old uh, infrastructure so they right. said the moment you plug in acs or coolers they go short fair uh, okay so but that was i have not heard idea. this story about iitd yeah? <laughs> interesting so um so although that that wasn't really that was ever going to work out but but we used to joke about doing a startup together all the time so then the, when this happened she approached me and she said do do you want to do this and uh, as i like, you know what i'm in the middle of my applications can we speak like in a month or so <laughs> that's i was like i put in a lot of money i don't like i put in this 2 3 lakh rupees in taking up the gmat and this and then i said wait i i first need to so she said okay why don't you think she was i think she was at my home for diwali or something so mm-hmm. i said okay i'll think about it once i'm done with my essay like there's a deadline tomorrow so then i got done and by the time i started getting calls i realized ki you know what this could be the disproportionate thing which i wanted to take time off from for yeah. so i skipped so while i was getting acceptances i skipped that i let those go wow. <laughs> and, and at that time it felt like a huge sunk cost because i now i have an acceptance some scholarships and then put in so much hard work but i was like okay check it i will just go with this and i will build this thing that we both are very passionate about another thing is that i actually come from a uh, so i'm from hisar haryana so my mother father my grandparents both sides everybody's done dairy farming it's it's almost so usual for us like my uh, my grandmother still has like five buffaloes and uh, my wow. family's uh my family's uh, household income actually runs on the milk sold by that dairy farm yeah. they it's yeah. like a mini dairy business. farm yeah yeah so so it was very organic for me to understand the user because the user is basically my uncle yes <laughs> so so yeah. so that way it also and not just my uncle it's like my aunt my uncle my grandparents my parents all of these people the were the community user. yeah your entire yeah. community was your user base yeah. it's a perfect captive audience for you to test everything also i can imagine. yeah yeah <laughs> actually actually a lot of times a lot of so there's a story one time so so our, one of our designers one time wanted to, to draw a logo of a cow 
and you know how designers are like very minimalistic very funky so he drew a cow standing on two feet okay and it's somewhat it is it, it sort of looked like a cartoon that you would see mm-hmm. and uh, i i said this will not resonate with our user and the designers right. were like no no it will it, it's amazing it's beautiful and you know this is this is the new <laughs> thing have you seen that amazon screen on the app if you don't have internet there's a dog that comes up yes i knew it's yes. not like that our users not at all like cool and funky like that so the designer yeah. was coming from that perspective so i said you know what let's test this this we were on zoom call and i was at my grandmother's place so i asked my nani to come in and i said nani what do you see here and she said this looks like ganesh ji and i said okay. no he drew a cow and wow. you know like these are these are some of the things that you know which one part was that you said you know you could test things in your community mm-hmm. so that that actually holds true you, i just have to yeah. catch like my nani or dadi or somebody ki what do you see and what do you think how does this look to you and the second part is like of course how different bharat user is from your correct. normal user right correct and that's super important for the kind of product and business that you guys have obviously Absolutely. built right i mean it's not just uh, that you're building a mobile app for the bharat user you're building a it's, you're actually trying to solve their problem at you know uh, with a service for them so it's it's a, there's a lot of detail which i want to get into as to what exactly on animal does uh, but amit sorry you had a question yes, actually that was my question right i mean like to some degree that uh, maybe it would be helpful for context to everybody who is unaware uh, could you could you describe animal right i mean like just broadly what what, what is the overall product and what to do and what's the idea the origin idea which nitu came to you with and the what it is today like how how has that transition because was it always what it is today uh, was that the thesis um well yes and no both so i i'll start with what animal is about so animal's basic today animal is a peer to peer cattle trading platform so what happens is that you so you, you take up my uncle who is a dairy farmer and one of the cows that he held, he has or let's say one of the uh, buffaloes that he has has now gone dry which means that it's not going mil- is not giving milk anymore so for him he wants to sell it and get something else now think about like a user for an urban area is like when i want to buy a new car so we i have two options either i take a new new car which is uh, let's say i go to a dealership and buy and the right. other is that i try something second hand so basically i when i want to get a car these are the two options now there is no new car thing in uh, there is a new pashu thing in this market of i have course. to buy from new somebody pashu. else very car. very cool so i raise <laughs> um so i have to buy from someone who already owns a pashu and wants to sell it now there's no visibility this market's again right. run by brokers who who are maybe who are people who would be in 5 to 10 village area and would know and this is like a full time occupation that either i go to a broker or i go to you know there are pashu mandis uh there yeah. are pashu melas where i go to and everybody wants to sell comes and everybody wants to buy comes and they they transact but these things and now you have to imagine that i have a pashu that i want to sell it's not something that i can just sell and you know i can take and sell if i have to travel 70 kilometers to sell in that pashu mela that i'm going to invest a lot of money i have to take the pashu in that uh, in that mela which means at least 3 to 3 to 4k extra spent and then i have to register for that mela you have to transport the transport the pashu 
then uh, th- then there's uh, so one is transportation spent without any guarantee of sale then i have to take a ticket for it and if it doesn't sell then i have to take it back yeah and the whole thing gets repeated and these melas also happen not that frequently anymore initially they were very uh, very frequent so maybe every 2 3 districts there you would have one mela so now they have died down to couple of annual melas which are mm-hmm. extremely big or to cut to you know maybe weekly melas in really big cities Uh, or or maybe monthly melas or something like that so that has completely gone down so either the other option is that i just start calling my relatives and like do you want a bhais yeah. do you want a buffalo do you want a buffalo and hmm. the dynamics of this market is similar to let's say a car market it's like if you want an suv you want an suv if you want a sedan you want a sedan if you want this model then you want this if you want auto uh it's called autopilot what is it called automatic that, transmission yeah if you want that mm. then you want that it's very similar like that that i want a second vyat ka 15 liter buffalo with a uh-huh. with a kid it's extremely specific uh, it's not right. it, it never is like i want a cow what right. cow what breed right. what age Obviously, what lactation so so a lot goes into it and it's extremely important for the dairy farmer because agriculture is a once in 6 months thing because one, i will harvest once in 6 months or once in 4 months how do i yeah. run my house i run my house by the milk sold through these pashus this is Correct. what pays the school fees this is what pays my household fee etc everything so for them yeah. these are very specific important purchases correct so got we realize that right yeah, yeah. so we realize that you know there's no avenue to do this and that's when like the idea of a peer to peer cattle trading platform got in now you asked that whether it's always remained same or whether it's changed initially of course it was supposed to be a great trading platform then we had couple of ideas that maybe you know uh, one option was that maybe you include tractors and you include this and that and you make a full uh, everything that a farmer needs kind full, of platform full stack other, full stack of trading of every, all goods yeah. basically yeah um and the other one was that we go deeper in the dairy uh, dairy farming ecosystem and that's when we realized that you know how big this individual dairy farming market is so if i have to give a number 5% of national gdp comes from dairy farming that's about mm-hmm. 25% of total agriculture gdp so we keep talking about that you know india is an agriculture economy india is an yeah. agri- agrarian com- country but 25% of that is dairy farming we have the largest wow. amount of cattle in the con- in the world we have about world's 55% buffalo population we make uh, we we produce the uh, largest amount of milk in the world we have the highest amount of value added products but we have about 1/6 of cattle productivity of the rest of the world specifically us when you say productivity what does that mean how do you quantify that in your business so so productivity basically means that how much uh, what you put in in the cattle for example what feed it eats what mineral mixture what's uh-huh. the cost of the cattle etc and how much does it result, how much does it Got in terms Got of the efficiency of our livestock basically absolutely and that's 1/6 okay. 1/6 of the of the best outcome yeah in comparison to us is that oh. because of uh, scale in the sense that uh, if you look at uh, us dairy farmers they generally are uh, like you know hundreds and hundreds of heads of cattle whereas i think indian dairy dairy farmers the number is much smaller uh, but is that the reason for that um absolutely yes that's one of the key reasons so uh, 
you, it's very similar to agriculture like that that you know when in us somebody would have a 100 acre farm so they can afford machines they can afford superior product they also have bargaining pa- power when they go to sell here it's like uh, and similarly yeah, they have the herd size for their pashus is about 100 uh, 100 pashus on the other hand for us like how the agriculture holding size is less the herd size for pashus is also less making yeah. this very very fragmented so absolutely amit that's one big reason okay any other kind of reasons for the productivity change differences so one reason is the genetic potential but but lot of people actually do say that uh, the indigenous breeds that we have have a lot of genetic potential but they are just not utilized properly because the industry is so fragmented the whole input side is also extremely fragmented so if you have to imagine this industry you have to think of like there's animal then what you feed to the animal then what healthcare is provided to the animal how you keep the animal and then the whole milking process and from that milking process you sell the milk to let's say an amul or a or a vita or anybody and then that milk then eventually gets consumed right so mm-hmm. as what people say the white revolution the white revolution basically focused from uh, from the point when there was uh, uh, from the point of collection of milk nothing happened yeah. before it right yeah. and that's they, they, where they that's improve the source yeah yeah so the so you can say the white revolution uh, fixed the output problems which actually made initially dairy farming was unprofitable in india it mm. was not even a break even business so the whole white revolution made it at least slight bit profitable now what we say is that we are going to make it meaningfully profitable which can be largely done if you fix the input side of it first wow wow so i've learned more than than i ever obviously knew about this uh and i want to get a little deeper into now how you guys exactly solve uh for this problem right i mean you identified the various problem areas in this entire market uh, but before we get into that i want to take a quick uh, break come back and talk some more with kirti here hey welcome back uh, kirti uh, you know you obviously gave us like a full crash course on uh, you know this entire market of uh, you know what it is to you know run a dairy farm what's the sort of or the india story behind this uh, entire ecosystem uh, of livestock and then you know ultimately selling milk now that you mention it right you guys obviously solved for a lot of discovery in terms of like you said the you know the used car example right you probably have solved for let's say understanding how people can upload specs and uh, you know their uh, you know quantities their all of all of their livestock details is it just that or is uh, as you went deeper what could you explain what all the product actually solves for uh, sure sure so so i spoke about what all is missing so this Right. healthcare this financing insurance and of course the trading bit as of now we are into trading we we've not uh-huh. gone beyond for it we are experimenting in healthcare but primarily 95% of the company's focus is on the trading bit and that essentially comes from the fact that we want to solve one problem first it's a beginner problem if i have to say 100 million cattle are uh, 100 million transactions happen in a year in india and okay and that's uh, the average ticket price for this transaction would be 40 to 50000 rupees so this is the scale of dairy farming so wow. this is the scale of trading so, sorry yeah um, trading just just trade yeah. 
yeah just trading so we didn't want to jump guns we first wanted to take one problem and meaningfully solve it now what do we do right now we are a discovery platform but in the next 6 months or a year we want to go full stack marketplace so essentially if you have to call us we are building a marketplace for uh, for animals so think of like in maybe a, a cars 24 a lot of people makes make this joke that we are cows 24 so think of <laughs> wow. it like that <laughs> can Very i uh, ask yeah. can can i ask a question about this like i mean like uh, why do you think that uh, uh, given the size of this industry given the kinds of things that exist over here i i i'm just thinking about it right now and i uh, she looked just probably going to get pissed off at me for asking this question but why so many pet startups before so many livestock servicing startups right because i mean like pets is a much smaller uh, market size right in that sense uh but it it's seems like there's so many yeah there's so many pet size pe- pet startups that came up but so the, um, i i agree and disagree with shiladitya here yes the, it's an arpu question but but we also have arpu a person spends about more than 2 2 lakhs if we include uh, the transaction bit as well on uh, uh, on their pashus in a in a on their dairy uh, you know dairy cattle in mm-hmm. in a year So it's not oh, only an art oh, that's issue. That's more than I spend on my dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's way more. <laughs> so okay, Larpu question is out. I take it back. So, but I think primarily it is because it's truly, truly a Bharat problem, yeah. and the people, at least till now, in startups were all like. not yeah. all but significant amount were people in tier 2 tier 3 and you build what you actually have a problem for so like if you don't really situation. yeah exactly so we wanted to build that cooler because we, we were, it was really it's, hot exactly. it is 45 46 degrees exactly and that's always the case people build for what was yeah. you know what problems they see and they experience always so absolutely why why is you i understand your uh, you know obviously the background in this what was the again going back to a little earlier in the the pratidipi hackathon what was the problem which the team back then saw uh, in all of this absolutely so i think i was actually just going to mention the pratidipi hackathon i think it was a very pinpointed hackathon because the the concept the the problem statement was to build for bharat it was right. to build for the next 500 million or 1 billion users coming from bharat that was the problem so they immediately make you switch from from the 125 million or 150 million top 10 city that everybody almost solves for and this is right. not today when building for bharat is gotten cool this is 2 2 and a half years ago yeah. when it wasn't yeah. this cool when i think yes. the only company that talked about building for bharat would have been google or pratilipi right. so that well. was one and the thought process essentially was that when you look at bharat what do they do so how do they spend their time so they spend their time either in the khet which is the fields or they spend Correct. their time with the cattle what do Correct. they talk about either they talk about like uh, the ki abhi fasal kaise ho rahi hai aur kide lage hain ya nahi etc or they talk about ki uh, is my cattle giving enough milk right. so when you start thinking like that you realize ki okay dairy farming is an extremely important part of their life and can you uh, give us a little bit of now you've been around for a year or two years now the product has been out in the market it's evolving you guys have obviously scaled uh, raised funding so where can you tell us a little bit about the user feedback 
uh, let's say, or the, you know, how you've sort of changed the trajectory of this market by introducing your uh, training platform? So initially, when uh, when we had started this, there used to be, we would tell people in Gaon we would tell people in the villages and they would laugh. They would laugh, ki, what a joke. Ki, how can really? you even think about selling animals online? It was really like that. It wasn't audacious because audacious is very positive sounded. It was like a, it was mocking that this is ridiculous type. Oh, wow. And now, now it has gotten to this place that now if you go, you would find people who are like, yeah, I've been using it for last four or five years. Like, dude, this is not existing. <laughs> 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 like a lot of times I would I have called up our users, like acting like customer support, and I was like, sir, aapko kaisa lag hai? Aapko sahi lag hai? Ho jati hai sale se. And they would say, Ki, yeah, yeah, I've been I'm using it from three years. It, it works. Like, you don't need to ask me. Like, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is it is so organic it, it it's gotten hmm. in their lives it's fit in so perfectly that people have forgotten for how long they've uh, they've That's... not been doing this so that was one part of it and the second part of it is now there's so much pressure from our user where they would be like when are you going to do this when are you going to do of that course. why don't you build why don't you build video why don't you build that and you would go read up so i often read up our one star comments on play store and uh, I always say that one star is something that, that tells you if people care about you or not. If you don't have mm-hmm. one star, then people just don't care about you. Uh, or mm-hmm. they've had extremely terrible experience, which mother, both of them are true. So sometimes people would have terrible experience, but a lot of our one stars are about, ki, why don't you have this? Why don't you have that? Why, why does your video not work at this speed? Why can't I zoom in wow. in your video? So stuff like that, which tells so you that feature they Feature requests, basically. They, they expect a lot. They expect, yes. and this is the user. This is the user which doesn't understand patience. Where you know Slack's going to come out with a new version, so you wait for it. They're like, "Why? Why are you not building this?" So a lot of times, my dad would say, "Why don't you have this feature?" And I was like, "Papa, I could not. We we've not prioritized it yet." And it's like, "You are so many people. What do you do all day? Like, why can't you make this quickly?" <laughs> For every product manager or founder who has heard that before and is listening to this is probably like giving us a sigh right now. Like, yeah, well, of course, if we could only do everything together. Amit, yeah. go ahead. Uh, no, so I, I actually have a somewhat uh, slightly uh, a different different question, not really connected in that sense. But what I wanted to uh, ask you was, right, like that uh, you've now been in the space for a couple of years. You've seen the market. You've seen the way things are uh, there, right? The market that you described prior to your entry in it right mm-hmm. was a very static market was a very kind of like you know it was a it was a it was not a it was not a free-flowing market it was a very kind of like you know restricted in the sense of that right why do you think that was the case like what are and are those challenges anything that you need to worry about in the sense that the the frequency with which people were selling will that reduce in some sense i i uh, I, I hope my question is making sense but i'm trying to understand why are you it saying- was are you saying why didn't tech solve this earlier? Is that no? The... I, my question is that is it pure tech solution over here? Because the kinds of uh, reasons why farming in India generally has had issues where it comes to market participation are generally regulatory. And so, I'm why my question is: Are there regulatory concerns over here as you kind of build your business out? And uh, are you? 
in any way kind of possibly impacted by the same kinds of issues that people have been facing over mm-hmm. the last however many years so so cattle trading is essentially a state issue and we have uh, we have seen and it's been happening uh, since forever so so trading happens the only and there is absolutely no regulatory issue in what we do nothing at all it's extreme there are so all of this happens offline and the government right. sponsors it there are about 10 20 30 50 crore tenders that happen for a pashu mela that's organized in year so the it's oh. it's all and and the government also tried to sort of do what we are doing they have a website i forgotten the name but they have a website where they try to promote you know ki uh, good breeds go from this area to that area and uh, it it uh-huh. gets better etc so the government has done in a way what we are doing um so i don't think the, uh, so i'm sure there are no regulatory issues i think the only thing is that you cannot buy sell for for killing uh, cows in india which we anyway don't do which we anyway don't do because we yeah. that happens only for older animals and we trade in the milch animals category which are which are done for dairy farming so 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 nothing like that right okay it doesn't no, answer your question amit no, so it uh, it does to some extent uh, but I, my my question was more like uh, like just the agricultural business in india right is considered to be a highly regulated business right and uh, generally reg- to slow down of this right uh, but again you're saying that there is nothing that you all are facing from a regulatory concern so i guess maybe it does answer my question uh, <laughs> but it was just more of a uh, something along like do you have any fear about being in a space which is so kind of like you know heavy handed in terms of regulations that kind of do come in if maybe not if i can add to that maybe it's not the word regulation may not be a governmental thing maybe it do you feel or have you already seen in your two years any sort of resistance by i can use the word cartels i can use the word uh, anything non regulatory yeah. which still impedes your progress right Absolutely. because that is that is definitely something we i think exists in this business absolutely i think that's a very relevant question and that's to be honest i think we are extremely lucky that we stepped into something that doesn't have that and of course there are reasons we can talk about that why does this market not have that while the agriculture market does have that and uh, i think the fundamental thing is that all of that you're talking about happens at the uh, output level that when the purchase happens is when the whole cartel system comes in place in our market all of this is done by coops like your cooperative societies so they run a very clean show Ah, so thanks okay. to Dr. Kurian, who who did all of the white revolution. There are no mafias slash cartels in this business. Most of the most of the on the edge regulatory businesses, and I have a couple of family members who are in uh, transportation businesses, which a uh, lot of companies are trying to again organize. The whole of unorganized sector in India has this yeah. mafia problem that stands in right. the mandis uh, for agriculture right. or transport, etc. So because of coops. uh coming in i think 1970s or a little earlier around those time lot of cooperatives were formed this output situation never had uh, the mafia which uh-huh. never resulted in the input situation never having mafias because the it's not it's not enough value for a mafia to take Correct. like if you do not cannot control output if you are stuck at the output and the selling side yes yeah Okay, so that's that's actually a, that's that's a perfect answer, I think, Amit, for what you were asking. Yeah, it's no, actually it is, a it perfect. Is, 
it's a good way of saying yeah it's a good way of saying everything i wanted to say without saying it i i was just trying to i don't want to use the word mafias and stuff like that so but yeah it's okay we are a podcast the whole point is we don't gloss over the details so yes no but kitty thanks thanks for answering that because that was also a you know question in my head because most entrepreneurs again the ones before bharat was cool and even now when it's cool i'm sure not everyone knows how to solve for it because once you start thinking uh, you peel the onion uh, the layers of the onion around the problem in rural india you realize there's so many levels that you aren't even prepared to solve with tech so uh, it's great that you guys obviously have and uh, again just to you know talk about the actual product itself you saw you said there's massive usage there is trading happening uh the age old question is obviously are how are you building a revenue model uh, have you started already are you thinking about some interesting ideas because it's also i'm guessing uh the bharat the, this is where the arpu question comes in the it's not they spend a lot of money but each rupee is valuable so how do you meaningfully do this while still you know making enough for uh, as a business you are right that that bharat doesn't spend as much as let's say the 121 150 million in the top 10 cities um but but i think it's because never so no one ever truly created value for them mm. i think people people are the same across they they pay when when value is created for them so our whole fundamental of creating a marketplace is that we first create value and then we take some we capture some part of that value for you and that's what we are trying to do through our product which is just create value i mean we can all discuss and debate whether they will pay or whether they will not pay and whether this will happen whether they'll pay 500 rupees or 50 rupees or 5 rupees like we don't know nobody knows but it's it's a direct proportion of how much value can you truly create and we believe that we can create a lot of value and up to the level that where we create up to 10% 15% value for our user and then we uh, extra value for our user and we capture parts of that value awesome awesome and where i mean i you mentioned a little earlier that obviously you are going deep into the stack uh, as a you know closing note what what do you want to leave our listeners with as to where is animal going in the next i don't know 18 months your typical uh, sort of horizon and of course where shout out to whether if you're hiring if people want to talk to you where to reach you if you're on twitter etc uh, etc et all of that sure um so i can talk about like big numbers like we'll be maybe 1000 crores of gtv per month etc etc but that's that's not how, what i would like to uh, shout out for i would like to stay, say that we are solving a very meaningful problem and we are extremely product oriented so we are a marketplace that's extremely product oriented um so uh, if someone's looking to work in for bharat in a company that's very product uh, user data oriented um they should check out our website and they would see uh, what i'm talking about and i think it would be a good fit for us and them um in terms of where animal is going uh, we believe that we are doing the discovery so how we divide our business as a marketplace is discovery then matching and then fulfillment so okay. you you help people discover then you match and fulfillment self explanatory so we've done the discovery part i think we are very strong in it and now what we want to do is convert this discovery platform into a full stack marketplace 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people mm-hmm. say that are you an agri-tech company, and to that I say that we are uh, we are a marketplace that operates in the agri/slash dairy farming uh, space. So the fundamental is to become a marketplace, and that will happen when we move from discovery to more efficient matching, and then eventually to to delivery. Um, that's the goal for the next eighteen months in trading, and. Uh, I am on Twitter, but I don't post so much. And if you're looking to connect with us, uh, you can write to me at Keithy at Animal dot in. Awesome, great. Right. Uh, just a quick reminder to everybody: please do like the podcast, follow the podcast, review the podcast, wherever you're listening to the show. That would be very, very helpful to us. Absolutely, and Kirti, I mean, uh, beyond the refresher about exactly how significant the dairy farming business is in India and. Uh, the amazing way in which you guys are solving for it. Uh, thank you so much for sharing everything about Animal uh, that you shared with us here today. I definitely feel uh, this is one of our, uh, as a tech show, uh, let me say this is, uh, and you guys are a tech company. Let's not uh, forget that. The This is the most I've, I've felt that we've talked about the business, core business, which is so usually devoid of tech. And obviously, you know, you guys are solving a massive, massive problem. So I'm looking forward to seeing where uh, Animal goes. Thank you so much. Thank you.